0: On this special Christmas episode of Common Mystics, we discuss how, during the holiday season, we honor our loved ones who've passed. I'm Jennifer James.
1: I'm Jill Stanley. We're psychics. We're sisters. We're Common Mystics. We're excited to be talking to you today. Before we get started, Jen, Mm. I need your help. Oh, okay. I am a member of the Michigan Recycling Coalition, and the Michigan Recycling Coalition has a campaign called Recycle Michigan, Mm -hmm. and I think people should go to RecycleMichigan.org on the link that says join us, scroll all the way down, and go to the store, the Recycle Michigan store, and purchase some fun merch.
0: Ah, and where does our money go if we go and purchase merch for uh, Recycle Michigan?
1: It helps develop recycling in the state of Michigan.
0: I see. And if we were to become a member, what would we get?
1: Newsletters. You'll get handy tips about how to sort your trash, where the access to recycling is in your state. Because believe uh-huh. it or not, a lot of parts of Michigan don't have an infrastructure for recycling. Believe it or not. Interesting. Yeah. So
0: by becoming a member, I would then get education to help create a better world.
1: Yes, exactly right. And if you, let's just say you had a recycler in your family and they were coming to your house, you wouldn't have to hide your trash anymore because you will know you have the tools. Well, if my,
0: if my recycling family member didn't snoop in my trash and then lecture me, I wouldn't have to hide it from her.
1: Wow. Wow. That, that got personal.
0: Anyway, anyway, no, that what a great cause, great idea. Please go to RecycleMichigan.org and check them out.
1: Thanks so much, guys. Now back to our programming. So the holidays.
0: <laughs> the holidays. The holidays. Cow, Jill.
1: I know. I'm so over it. I'm going to be real. The holidays are tough for yeah. a lot of people. It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of year, magical, goodwill, yada, yada, yada. But it's, the elephant in the room is that we are sad now. <laughs> like it's, it's I mean it is what it is it's it's fucking sad okay it is. I, don't, I don't know what else to say but what I find
0: we I know, are sad
1: we really are sad I'm sorry I can't help it and that's why we're having this conversation because it makes me happier to talk to my sister uh-huh. <laughs>
0: No, no. I think a lot of people are probably feeling the same. Like this sucks. It sucks. Don't cry. Are you crying?
1: <laughs> no, I'm. Trying are to... you, Jill? Um, <laughs> no, I'm trying to fix my cry. sound settings. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, Jill, I I think that's
0: completely legit. Like we're sad. A lot of people are sad. Let's let's talk about the grief. Yeah, for sure. Because there's grief. There's there... grief. It's been a rough year, man. You know, if you go online, you can find a lot of different resources that tell you ways to handle grief during the holidays. Remember when we were researching this?
1: Yeah, it was really depressing. <laughs> it, they would give <laughs> like the worst advice. It's like get drunk and watch and look at pictures of people that died.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I don't did it, did it really say to get drunk? No, it didn't really say to get drunk.
1: If you read between the lines, John.
0: Well, you well, anyway, I'm not going to go there. But no, some of the the recommendations were like, go to the cemetery and have your own little service for your loved ones there. I wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Mm-mm. I mean, That's we go sad. to we go to a I mean, if that works for you, you
1: do it. You do you. If that works, you do whatever it takes. When I, we go to a lot of cemeteries, but when we, we go, sure when I go to the cemetery to visit like our, our family, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it is, it's bad. It's really bad. It I like want to roll around on all their graves just to get close to them. And then like, I start singing cause like all our life, our family, <laughs> this is true. Our family would like line us up and make us sing for them. So I, I start <laughs> singing at the gravesite, and one time this really happened, I, I started singing the song that we were singing while mom was passing, like we were singing mm-hmm. our song, and I got mm-hmm. three syllables into this song, and I started ugly crying in a very loud way, and I feel <laughs> like I was embarrassing them in spirit because uh-huh. I I had this overwhelming sensation to be like, stop. And turn around like it was so powerful that I literally thought I was going to turn around and see mom standing there. So in mid sob, I'm like, (gasps) and I turn around full on ugly face frozen. Uh And there's a man, there's a man standing there looking at me like worried. It was super embarrassing. I I believe that
0: that happened. (laughs) And I think the bottom line is do what works for you. Those suggestions don't work for us. You no. and I have other ways to deal with our grief over losing our loved ones, you know, particularly during the holiday season. But um, we're also not professional grief counselors, so I do want to say if you are really feeling the effects of your grief and really depressed, please reach out to a professional. We're not professionals, but we are psychics, and we have some uh, some strategies that work for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think what's funny about us is that when we were preparing for this episode, we had to really think like, how are we dealing with grief? Right? Yeah. Yeah. We were legitimately like, how do we do it? And what we realized is that we talk about our loved ones on the other side quite a bit and we tell funny stories. Well, the stories that I find amusing about them and and experiences that we had with them.
0: Right. I think what maybe sets us apart from other people who aren't aware of their own psychic abilities is that you and I 100% believe that we are communicating with our people on the other side just by thinking about them. Like we really 100% know this to be true. That's true. Yeah. I think that's a big difference. So for you and me, we're talking to mom, grandma, genie, grandpa, like in our heads all the time right all day a day Mm -hmm. all day a day right can you give us an example of how you bring mom to you in spirit just by thinking about her
1: so like if anything goes on in my life when mom was alive I would call mom I was always on the phone with mom and so the same thing I do in spirit when something's going on I I I th- I th- call out to her in my head like mom can you believe this whether it be a stupid driver whether it be an issue I'm having at work or if just even even amusing things like things that I laugh at I know mom's with me laughing too mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's uh-huh. just I just she's just always it's I feel like I carry her around with me
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: I love that I do too <laughs> I do too but I
0: also recognize that some people who aren't like us, who don't believe that that's automatically happening, might need some more structure to practice. What would you suggest? Well, I think um, I was at your house mm-hmm. a few years ago, and I was talking to one of your friends, whom I didn't know very well, and she had lost her mother And I was telling her just what we just talked about, you know, bring her to mind when you think of her, when you, you know, ask her a question, you'll, you, you will be communicating with her for real. And she's like, yeah, but how do I know that it's really my mom and not just my own imagination? And I, in that moment, when I was having this conversation with her, I was ready to say, yeah, no, I get you. I don't, I don't know either. I, I, I don't know, you know, but all of a sudden, I had an answer for her. And it was like someone opened my brain and put the information in. And I was suddenly able to just explain this meditation exercise that she should do. And I'll share it with with everybody now. Because again, I don't believe this came from me. I believe that it came from spirit. So what I told her was, to set up a time to meditate regularly. And when she meditates, to imagine the white light of heaven, the white light of God, and then imagine the loved one that she's wanting to communicate with and to experience again. Imagine that loved one walking out of the light towards her. And then imagine herself approaching her loved one and embracing her loved one. And to pay attention to the subtle signs, the, su- the subtle physical and emotional responses that happen when she embraces her loved one. She's going to feel happy and she's going to feel warm. And there are going to be subtle physical differences too, like she might feel an arm on her shoulder or hair against her cheek or something subtle but profound. And keep doing that meditation over and over again. And that way in everyday life, when you communicate, when you call that loved one to mind, just in everyday life, when you're not in that meditation moment, you will start to experience those emotional and physical responses. And that's how you're going to know that it's not your just just your imagination. It really is communication with spirit. And it'll start feeling just like, hey, that's just mom. That's just how mom feels when she comes to me. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, I love it. And we talk about a lot – um, two things. We talk about building a bridge to the other side to make that communication um easier. And that's what you're describing. By meditating and doing that structured medita- meditation, you're creating that path. And the more you you use the path, just like if you're walking on grass, the more that path is visible and easier to access.
0: Oh, what a great analogy. I love that. But mm. Jill, a lot of people don't like that sort of still meditation experience. That's tough I for do. a lot of people. What do you do? Oh, for sure.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, um I I like to think of myself as an athlete. <laughs> do no. you know? I like
0: to think of myself as a supermodel.
1: Go on. Um but I do try to run. And so when I'm running that rhythmic um like whether it be on a treadmill or outside I literally because let's face it I'm not an, I'm not an athlete so I'm I'm calling mom and grandma in I can picture them sitting around grandma's kitchen table I can smell the smells in the room I can I see where mom's sitting I see where grandma's sitting I know where grandpa is in the house and where Jeannie's sitting at the table and I just create an experience in my mind's eye of just like a Saturday morning at grandma's house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also do that when I'm driving. Anything rhythmic, anything to get me out of my, like, it just feels.
0: No, yeah. Active meditation is totally a thing. Anytime I'm doing something rhythmic, like jogging or Mm -hmm. even something like sewing or, or knitting, not that I sew or knit, but any sort of like rhythmic activity. I like to go to Goodwill.
1: That's what I was just gonna say. She loves to to shop, and even just the
0: (laughs) it is a problem. Even just the rhythmic, like moving the hangers, you know, like that gets me into that meditation, like that active physical meditation place where I'll be picking things up and and communicating with spirit. So, Mm -hmm. no, whatever works for you, but yeah, no, totally. I love what you said about creating that pathway and using that pathway. And it just gets easier. Once it gets easier and once it becomes almost automatic, it's easier to believe that it's real. Right, right. Because it is real. It
1: feels – to me, it's like my superpower. It's my magic. It's like when I'm in a room, I'm just not by myself. I have a whole gang of spirits on the other side helping me and propelling me forward. So it's comforting. Totally. I don't walk alone. I don't walk alone.
0: So – We can call our loved ones to us in spirit. And we talked about some different ways to do that. But what's another way to kind of take it to the next level? What do you mean? Well, when you're thinking about your loved ones, they're there and it's real. But when you can talk and like you said earlier, talk to someone else and share, you know, Mm. stories about them and share that joy. I do think it's kind of amplified that spirit. I think it's like multiplied almost.
1: Because it's like the saying from the Bible, when you gather in a group to pray, it means more. And just sharing in that experience, I don't remember the exact quote from the Bible, but sharing that experience, bringing, calling to mind, telling stories, gathering and discussing a family member who is past in spirit – it almost contextualizes it. It may, it it just amplifies that love that I'm experiencing in my heart. You're feeling it too and it yeah. brings it almost brings her to life if we're talking about mom. It brings right. her back to yeah. us. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Did you want to tell some stories about mom today? Mm-hmm. I like mama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like mom stories. Um let's talk about Christmas first. Let's talk about holiday stories about okay. like our like favorite holiday memories. You go first. Do it. Well, our Aunt Jeannie was a huge present in our lives, especially growing up. Jeannie was like, talk about shopping problem. Jeannie had a shopping problem, and a lot of the beneficiaries of her shopping problem were us, right? It's true. It's a true story. So I remember being a little stink on Christmas, opening up um, a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. My Cabbage Patch Kid doll was named Ollie. It was a boy. And I remember Jeannie telling the story about how she got Ollie and the other Cabbage Patch Kids for our siblings. And she was a straight up gangster. She was savage. She like stood in line (laughs) and she had this, she stood in line on like Black Friday and she had this weatherproof (laughs) coat, right? You can hear it's like when she would walk and she like, (laughs) she would like use it and slip past people to get to the dolls. She would do like that shimmy and she would like grab them up and she would be like a straight up savage and like was making sure she was getting everything that she wanted for us that day. I remember the story and she was telling it to mom and it's just funny and it made Ollie so much more special. She meant business
0: and she she had to be cutthroat because Cabbage Patch kids were hot in the 80s when she got them for us. <laughs> it's
1: so true. They were I'm like sold you, she- out
0: everywhere. And part of that is that we didn't have a dad. And mom was trying mm. to raise us by herself during, the, during that time that she was with us. And she almost, between her and mom, they overcompensated. Mm-hmm. And it just meant so much to us at the time.
1: I think the story of Jeannie being a savage in the store, getting me Ollie, meant more to me than the doll. Yeah. I don't know where the doll is. I don't know what happened to the doll, but I still have that story. Just yeah. remembering opening him right. and feeling like this is so special. She went through a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. What holiday members
0: do you have? Well, I remember, so Jeannie and mom would go crazy shopping during Christmas time. And then because I was the oldest, I would be responsible with them for wrapping the presents on Christmas Eve night. And so the Christmas tree was in the front room of the house, the living room. and That's Chicago talk for the living room. Yeah. And we would all be uh, wrapping in the rec room, in the back room with the fireplace, right? And so Mm -hmm. they would wrap and then I would be the runner and I would run the wrapped gifts (laughs) from the rec room to the front room under the tree. And so this one Christmas this eve, it was so late. I know it was after midnight and I'm the runner and I'm running back and forth and back and forth and I'm filling the area under the tree and then I'm filling the room and the room is getting more and more full until I finally come back to the rec room and I'm like, you guys need to stop. There's no more room in the room. And they look at me and they're like, what? You're exaggerating. I'm like, no, I'm not exaggerating. And so they both get up off the floor because they're like, you know, sitting on the floor wrapping gifts. They both get up off the floor and I'm like, look, you guys. And we all just start laughing because literally you could not walk into the room. (laughs) There were that many gifts. It was like 500 gifts that year. It was crazy. It was a good year. It was a good year. I remember that year. Because you couldn't get to the
1: front door. I know. You couldn't get to the front door.
0: (laughs) What do you remember about Christmas as a kid?
1: I loved Midnight Mass, just a side note. Didn't you love going to Midnight Mass? It was very special. It was very special. They played all the best music at Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. They broke out all the
0: greatest Christmas carols for Midnight Mass.
1: What's your favorite Christmas carol?
0: I really like Oh Holy Night.
1: Mm, That's a good one. And I also like
0: Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I like that one too.
1: Uh, So on Christmas Eve, we would spend with our family. We would do the presents, and then we would get dressed up for Midnight Mass. But Christmas Day, right, we would go over to Grandma's house. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, grandma would be cooking so you'd walk in and the whole house would be steamy right Uh, right. like the windows would be foggy smells oh the smells of the polar sausage and the garlic it was just it's magical oh my gosh the best mashed potatoes in the entire world Mm, sauerkraut Mm. chicken soup all Mm. the smells even like lemon babka pound cake Mm, lemon babka that was Mm. so good Mm -hmm.
0: And then I just remember being so full and laying on the floor watching TV after (laughs) having eaten and just listening to the sound of people speaking Polish in the next room was just so comforting. And
1: laughing. And laughing. Mm -hmm. And laughing. Yeah. I just love the smells. I can smell it now, I swear. Right. So while things Mm. were calm on Christmas Day, our home
0: was always so hectic with mom preparing for Christmas. Do you
1: remember what she used to do? <laughs> Explain what our crazy mother used to do. Our mom was manic, like seriously. And she wasn't a clean freak, but no. She would not allow us to decorate a dirty house. So <laughs> she, like it was a thing, like she right. would scrub like, really, scrub the house from top to bottom, no joke. I'm not even kidding.
0: I was scrubbing the house along with her. When I got older, I did. Okay. So picture buckets of pine saw water I and pine salt. rags and washing every wall. Picture yes. those metal baseboards in the old Chicago houses, okay, mm-hmm. taking them apart and scrubbing them with toothbrushes, getting all the yes. dust
1: out of them. It was cleaning crazy. the walls. I hated. I would always clean the walls. It was the worst it job. It was so overboard.
0: Everything had to be so <laughs> spotless before she would put a piece of tinsel up or any sort of decoration. But when so after she oh, would scrub oh, the chandeliers, I dipped <laughs> crystal by crystal into ammonia. Wow. Everything had to be spotless. I'm sorry, the chandeliers. No, no, the chandelier. The chandelier. Come on. it was beautiful. No. It yeah. was beautiful.
1: Anyway, after it was clean though, and the house smelled like a pledge and pine sol, she would just decorate it so special. It was like the house was glowing from the inside out. Every every spot had a special little vignette of like Christmas. There would be like Mrs. and Mr. Kloss. There would be the nativity scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then our nativity scene, she had that spun glass around it. Yeah, that was a bad choice. Owie.
0: because to me a nativity scene is kind of like a little Jesus playset. <laughs> You're going. You move. To hell. You move the characters around when mom's well, hello. not. When mom's not home, you move the characters around. <laughs> hello, baby Jesus. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a playset.
1: That's how the angel broke. By the way, so to
0: put spun glass around it is quite the trap, because that shit itches. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's like fiberglass. You get
1: like fiberglass in I don't your know hands. What she was, Playing with- was she oh. really
0: thinking we weren't going to touch it or go into that room after it was clean?
1: I know we weren't supposed we to. We weren't supposed to.
0: Anyway, Mm-mm. no, I know. But after you're right, after the the child labor was over, <laughs> it, she really did make the house super special.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I just thought about this when we were talking about the little nativity scene. <laughs> what? This song, Mary, did you know? Is that 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 song Jill, makes we're not me angry? Gonna, we're not going to talk no, shit about I, Christmas carols right now. No, that's a stupid song because Mary was the first to know, and it really should be like Jesus. It should be like Joseph. Do you believe this shit? That's what the song should be like. Honestly, honestly, the lyrics that you have an issue with. Mary, did you know the angel came to Mary and told her first? She was the first to know. She was the first to know. You're like, yeah. Someone didn't read their Bible. The whole song is based on, it's just so stupid. It gets okay. me angry inside. All right. Well, I'm,
0: I'm anyway. sorry. All right. Do you need a minute?
1: It should be called. Are you, called... Are, are you no. ready to no. move forward? No.
0: No, but seriously, like, doesn't it feel better just talking about these people that I feel like we're conjuring them up and like they're here in spirit with mm. us as we tell these stories. I
1: know they're here in spirit with us. Mm, I, I can hear Jeannie's jacket. That makes me happy. <laughs> the shh, shh, sh- shh, shh. Oh I my gosh. It. Anyway. I love it. What's another good mom story? Well, my favorite mom story
0: of all doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. Is it fair game?
1: Yeah, please. Okay.
0: Okay. And it, it involves you, you and me, and the time that we took her on a trip.
1: Oh my God. It was the last trip we took together. It 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 was absolutely the last trip that we took together. I know. Oh, okay. Well, first let me tell you this. Yeah, you, guys- you set it up. You set it up. Okay. So mom had gotten sick, remember, in December 2010. So this was 2013. And so mom was not handicapped, but she had limitations Mm -hmm. as far as as her
0: physicality, right? Right. She never bounced back 100% after she had sepsis.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So we, Jen and I, were on the phone. And we had we were like, okay, we want to do this. Where should we go with mom? Mm-hmm. Where what would be a good mom trip? Mm-hmm. And where did we decide?
0: We decided on Salem, Massachusetts, for obvious
1: reasons. For obvious
0: <laughs> reasons, we had to Why go not? somewhere
1: with like a witchy, ghosty vibe. Absolutely. So we did the research, and we were like, first we're like brainstorming. We're like, what? Is going to be important for this trip. No stairs, right? Right. Because mom no could not stairs. do stairs. She Mm-mm. was physically limited at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we wanted somewhere that seemed haunted AF, of course. Of course. For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So we we're like bed and breakfast, but we needed a bed and breakfast that had someone accessible overnight, right? Because right. we were going to drive there. Right. And we didn't know what time we were going to get there. We
0: did not know what time we were going to arrive, but we knew it was going to be really
1: late. Right. And we had to have three grown-ass adults in one room together. Exactly. To to be able to sleep comfortably. Right. So the room had to accommodate three big people. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's accurate. Yeah. 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 So we together we made the phone calls. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad because I swear to God, if I would have done this by myself and the shit happened the way it did, I would have been you. so um a hundred percent. Why didn't you let yeah. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So Jen and I are on the phone together and we're calling around, we find this this old B and B in Salem, Massachusetts, like in the downtown area, like around the downtown, and we're like, This looks amazing but we had to make sure they checked all the boxes so we called and we're like okay steps tell me about them they're like no steps you'll be on the first floor it's not a big deal at all yeah we'll put you on the first floor steps won't be a problem wonderful what about someone being there overnight because we're not sure when we're gonna get there and this looks like just a house so is there like a front desk oh my god caller caller number someone's gonna be available to you 24 7 Mm -hmm. someone will be here waiting for you
0: no matter what time, someone's going to answer that phone and, get, and be able to help you. All right, Check
1: that box. Done. And then lastly, um, the room that we saw online, the pictures, only looks like it, it can accommodate two people. But we're going to have three-door room. Is there a way? Like, is there a pull-out bed? What do we do? And they said that they were going to bring a roll-in mattress. Like, that's, roll-in cot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- they're going to bring it into it. It's going to be in the room waiting for us upon arrival. Well, we could work with that. Yeah, for sure. All so right. every check, back- check, check. It was super, super affordable. It w- it was cute. It looked haunted. It did look haunted. It did look haunted. So we leave my house in Michigan. And this is before Siri was a thing, a real mm-hmm. active thing, at least in my life. Right. And satellite and s- navigation. And satellite navigation. So Jen and I are looking at a map, and I'm like, straight up, Canada is a shortcut. We're going to go through Canada.
0: You know, and that's fair because if you're looking at a map and you draw a straight line with a crayon from <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan to Salem, Massachusetts, you go through Canada. Makes, why not?
1: Why not? Just that's most direct. As the crow flies, it is It is straight up through Canada. So that's what we do. Yeah, except that was a mistake. <laughs> I, I love... Our Canadian listeners, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. But I got to tell you, when we went through Canada, turns out- Not not a a shortcut. shortcut. Not a shortcut. Canada Mm. is
0: not a shortcut. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go around uh, the lakes, Americans. It's beautiful. Go around the lakes. Go south around the lakes. You will- you will thank you us. You will. You will. You will. Just so. Just take our word for we it. We weren't expecting the traffic at the borders. We weren't expecting to be sitting in traffic at the borders. All right. That was so bad. Our bad. That was not so bad. Siri didn't tell us about that backup because Siri didn't exist. But <laughs> she also, existed,
1: but she wasn't accessible to us. Like she was like bougie.
0: But the highlight for me of that drive.
1: Okay. Is. I need to me stop you.
0: Behind the wheel. Being She's the not an aggressive
1: driver. Defensive guys, driver that I
0: am. She, we, oh, There was traffic. This? Are you going to tell yeah,
1: this? Yeah. All I'm right. telling. I'm telling this. Jennifer <laughs> is a very safe driver. Jennifer Most is time. not aggressive at all, except I'm for the one too. time you almost killed us. Once, but that's fine. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Anyway. So we are in in construction in Canada and Je- everyone has to merge into one lane to get no over this bridge no one was letting me in Jennifer instead of like scooting and like trying to get in Jennifer was full-on stopped to the left while everyone was going around us for like 45 minutes and, and she was like excuse me because she she believes that someone's going to be like everyone stop all well, Canada, Please. our friendly neighbors to the north. Everybody <laughs> says how nice they are. I was expecting someone to be
0: like, "Hey, they oh, had places to be.
1: Sorry. They had places to be."
0: Jill is hanging out of the back passenger side window <laughs> to her waist bending out of the car flailing her arms yelling are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) really that really really happened that really did that's not
1: even an exaggeration that is not an exaggeration i had to do something i felt so helpless. i felt so helpless. i'm just sitting there for 40 minutes so what happened
0: next so we switched at some point
1: oh yes because i I was (laughs) done with jennifer driving I was like, if we got to go somewhere, I'm taking the wheel. And so I'm driving and we are in the middle of the night driving through the mountains of New York State. And Mom was navigating. Mom? In the passenger side. Was supposed to be, we had a little Garmin, what do you call it? The navigation thing that you would buy at Walmart before they were integrated in the cars. Oh. Yeah. A little GPS thing. Anyway. Yeah, so mom was supposed to be on that, and she had a map in her hands. She the address in, but it's not recognizing where we are. So she also has a map quest directions on her lap, and right. we literally are in nowhere, New York State, and it's dark, and there are no lights, and so I am tired af. And I'm looking to my mom to give me some kind of direction, like, don't worry, we're almost there. This is how far we are, like, whatever, whatever. Right. So I am lost, and mom is, gets a phone call from Frank, and she says- Her boyfriend. She goes, her boyfriend. She says, I'm just going to say goodnight to him. Okay. Okay. That sounds reasonable. That okay, say take goodnight like, to him. I don't know, a minute, maybe- what I wasn't thinking about because I was tired is that mom saying good night to Frank takes 30 fucking minutes because he says good night and I love you in every European language and she has a response in that
0: yeah <laughs> in it's a whole ritual oh, man. thing it's I love it's you with hard. all of my
1: heart forever and ever it's that's what
0: she's saying so hard to listen to
1: I oh love my you both, God.
0: but it is hard. It was
1: bad. So was bad. Really and we bad. were lost in the dark. And, and so I am looking at my mom with her little flip phone going, I love you, I love yeah. you. With like seven minutes hug. in. Oh, my God. And I, I was visualizing myself snatching the phone and... Just throwing it out the window and be like, no, you can't say goodnight. Like, that's how angry I was. I pulled over like it, I got off the expressway because I was like, and I literally just park on like this dark street. And I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. I was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore, and she's like, "I love you so much. I love I you." Remember I
0: remember from the back seat watching you pull over, turn your entire body, and face her <laughs> like in that intimidating way that you can do. Like, are you white done? Because we're she didn't even in the even,
1: middle of nowhere. She didn't even notice. No, she, she literally was just going aha, huh on the phone. I was like, oh my god. Oh, my God. Okay. And I was just looking at her. And so, So, Jen, you were like, oh, I'm going to drive now. And I was like, fine. (laughs) Fine. Please do this.
0: We switched again. Yeah. We switched switched again. again. Okay. So we
1: arrived. Finally. you were driving the Ford Explorer as we pulled in to Salem, Massachusetts, and we arrived at our bread and breakfast.
0: And by the way... (laughs) <laughs> a Ford Explorer is much too large of a vehicle to be driving around a town that was incorporated in, oh, I don't know, the 1660s. It was, an, it it did feel Ooh. a lot
1: bigger once we pulled into oh my the God. streets of Salem.
0: Tiny. It's a, it's a, the streets are small. The parking very... is limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We get there. And I'm like, well, that's weird. This, it says we're here, but there are, this, this building has very steep steps. That's Mm. strange. Wasn't supposed to have steps. So I get out of the car and I walk to the building, to the steps, and I walk up the steps with my hands and my feet because (laughs) that is how steep they were. So I scurried up and the doors locked. And I've been calling this bed and breakfast since Jennifer took the wheel Mm -hmm. saying, I hope someone's there because I was just getting this answering machine because no one was picking up the phone the way they were supposed to. So we didn't know what we were going to expect. But I certainly expected the door to be open, but it was locked. But to my surprise, there was an envelope (laughs) between the, the crack of the door and it said Jill on it. And I was like, well. Okay. Inside the envelope there was a skeleton key and a hand drawn map. No joke. I I am not even kidding. Of where we were supposed to park and it said park in the yellow houses parking lot behind the house. It is dark. The map is of a street that is in a square. Unfortunately, the streets that we were on yeah, were not square. square. The blocks weren't square. They weren't. They were like little triangles, right. and the corners were like eight corners.
0: The map in no way depicted the reality of the geography that we were in.
1: No way. But no way. We, what are we going to do? We're right, going to exactly. we're going to follow the map, Jen. We're looking for a yellow house right. around the block. Right. 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 <laughs> Um, so we drive around. We don't know what house color is what because no. it's it's black out. It's dark, and Jen, we find a house right. that looked like it had a parking lot behind it. Right, Jen pulls in to this driveway, and the vehicle we are driving is angry about it. Oh, yeah. it, it oh, yeah. There are uh, there are alarms going beep, off. Beep, 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 beep. Right. <laughs> it's like pick up, pick up, pick up, pick right. up. It's like me, 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 me. me. <laughs> And we're like, oh my God, what's happening? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not only was it the the lot behind that particular house full, but our vehicle wouldn't even it was it took us so long to pull in to find out it was full and then to turn around and pull out of it.
1: It was And the crazy. whole time the whole time the, the car alarms. was going. beep, beep.
0: Me, yeah. Me, yeah. Me. And we're like, yeah, oh my so god. Stressful. So that's when <sighs> we decided, this is too much. We need to just double park, drop mom off and then find parking on our own.
1: Right. So so we go, we're helping mom up the stairs. Jen has her arms, I got her butt and we're helping her up the stairs. <laughs> right. We use the skeleton key to get into the bed and breakfast right. and our door is right there first floor to the right and we open it up and Jen, what do you see in our suite? A full-size bed. Mm.
0: And a love seat, but mm-hmm. no pull-out cot, no
1: roll-in bed. Nope. But we don't even have time. We don't
0: even have time to problem-solve
1: that. Mm-mm. Because I'm bringing in, I'm we're double-parked, and I am bringing in all the luggage that we can hold, right? And, and you, what are you doing with mom?
0: So mom is upset because she knows, as well as I do, there's not enough space for all three of us. And there's also no front desk. And we still don't have anyone to talk to about the alleged roll in bed, or even parking, huh? We still don't know where to park. We we still don't know where to park. We we don't have anyone to talk to. Nobody. To, when we call the number that we were given, nobody's picking up the phone. It's well after midnight. So mom is upset, and she's doing the whole the whole over been driving all oh, night. so tired. Right. I'll sleep. At right so mom is saying she's gonna sleep in the love seat now the love seat isn't isn't it's not a couch it's not a full size it's a smaller thing and we're all very tall women anyway but i'm thinking well maybe we could utilize this love seat in some way and i walk over to it exactly so i go over and i sit on this love seat and immediately i kid you not My ass hits the floor. I hit the floor because it's really for show. It's like this antique sort of piece of furniture that is not a functioning piece of furniture. It's just Mm. the shell of an (laughs) antique. There's no springs. There's no innards. There's cushions and there's floor. So I like get. I roll out of it, and I'm like Jennifer, quit fucking around. We gotta park the car. (laughs) And so I tell mom, mom, do not sit. On that love seat, there's not, and I've been around mom when she sits on something that's too low. She needs like two people to like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's hard. Yeah, for her. we have to help her. Yeah, to get off of low. So I say, don't sit I'll sleep on the love. No, seat. you're not I'm sleeping trying. on the love seat. So the last thing and I and we're say whispering,
1: her, we're whispering because we're in a house of a other house. people too. Right. So like mom, don't fucking sit on the love seat. Right. We're gonna go park the car. Don't do it. Don't do. It. mom Don't
0: sit on the love you seat. Can't. So I tell her, the last thing I say is do not get in that love seat. Don't sit in the love seat. Don't do it. Don't you dare. You're going to ex- sleep in the bed. We're going to figure it out. But first, we have to park the car because we're double parked. <laughs>
1: you guys don't. Go. Oh, you guys. I didn't want you to go. And we're like, Mom, Mom, we got to park the car. Okay. Lay down. So Lay we down. leave
0: Mom. We leave Mom. And we get. I'm very the car. upset, Mother. We leave and we're driving around Salem. Well, first
1: of all, Jennifer is exhausted and her eyes kind of glazed over and she doesn't look responsive. And I'm worried because she's driving and we're just driving. But Jill, as we're
0: driving, my phone keeps ringing. And when I answer, <laughs> what do I hear? <laughs> Come in.
1: Mom, <laughs> mom, we have to park we the have car. To park the car. Stop calling. You cars. guys I don't want you to go. You come back here to Strange City. Mom, you're not helping us. Please stop calling. <laughs> you guys, you you guys. Doing? Mom, mom, we have to. Fi- mom, please stop calling. We're okay, mom. Mother, please. She would not stop, stop calling. She would not stop calling. And, kept and we, we what, had to answer. What would have happen if we didn't answer? Can you imagine what would have happened if we didn't answer? So we had to just, as soon as you flipped open the phone, you would hear, <laughs> you'd be like, Mom, Mother, please. It's so accurate. It's so accurate. Stop calling us right now. All right. Please. So that's happening.
0: And there's no parking. There's no parking anywhere.
1: Jennifer is just holding an open phone and cannot verbalize anything at this point. She's just like looking at the phone, looking at me, and the phone's making this horrible screeching noise. And Jennifer can't, she's like, she's touching her forehead I, and she her, her brows wrinkled.
0: I lost she, all ability to <laughs> articulate intelligent speech. It was gone. I was so overtired, so stressed, and having this like, my mother... <sighs> crying at me over the phone
1: I literally it was like pull over this car so I had to pull I had to pull Jennifer out of the driver's seat put her in the passenger seat buckle her in and I was like god damn it I'm gonna have to do this all myself and Jennifer's just holding the phone and the phone's either crying or ringing, and I'm driving around the city of Salem. And eventually, it was like an hour later, I found at a parking lot that you had to pay to park, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, done, as long as I can pull over this car. So we pull over, the phone's still good. and we grab our pillows and the phone, and we walk back to the bed and breakfast. It was like a mile. It was like a mile. Passing other people... On the way with our pillows, and we're like, "Hey guys, what's up?" up? (laughs) And the phone, (laughs) so we get back, and now we're thinking, "Oh, good, we can just relax now." Okay, but we forgot that there's nowhere for us to sleep. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't know the sleeping thing. We totally forgot that. We're just glad to be back. So we we climb up the steps by all fours, Mm -hmm. and we get into the room. And what do you see, Jen? (laughs) What What's the first thing that hits you as soon as you open the door? Our mother wedged into (laughs) this
0: loveseat like a hot dog in a bun. She's sitting up straight at a 90 degree angle with her legs straight out in front of her inside the loveseat. Essentially sitting on the floor in the frame of this antique piece of furniture, which we told her not to sit in. And do the noise. And she's also crying.
1: We told you You're like Don't Get in the love seat Now you're stuck We can't leave you like this Now you're stuck (laughs) How are you gonna get out how are you going to get
0: out? You are wedged in that piece of furniture. You are stuck. How are you going to get You can't sleep like that. What do you think? You can't sleep like that. Now we have to hoist you out. Now we have to hoist. We just parked the car. Now we have to hoist you out. How are we going to get out? We have to put our hands in your butt now, Ma. We have to get up in there, put our hands in your ass crack, and
1: hoist you out. And I remember, to You're going, that. you're ridiculous. You're going you're ridiculous you're ridiculous you can't sleep like that you're ridiculous and she's going (laughs) you're ridiculous and i'm just watching it all unfold i'm like oh my god this is happening this is happening so we hoist
0: we hoist our mother (laughs) takes two of us like hands in her butt picking her up out of the love bed which wasn't a real love seat and then we Mm. all snuggle up in the bed like a (laughs) Like some sort of family sandwich. It
1: was sardines.
0: Mm -hmm. And I was the meat. I was the meat meat. of that sandwich.
1: She was the meat. I didn't want to be the meat. (laughs) Anyway. Oh boy So that was the last night We were scheduled for two nights But that was the only night we spent there But all of that driving around the night before Really helped out Because the next day We knew
0: exactly where we were going We knew mm-hmm. exactly where to park the car We knew exactly where to drop mom off So that she could get the most benefit Out of that little square And Salem was super fun We had, a, was great fun. had a great time Mom had a great time
1: There was a vampire that liked mom That was circling around mom It was really cute I know those are great pictures I love that um And then, Jen, from this trip, it was like really our first time, our first Common Mystic experience because we went to Rebecca Nurse's house and instead of stopping at like the museum first, we walked the grounds and we got our impressions. That's yes, right. Like, oh my gosh, I mm, forgot about that. It
0: uh-huh. was our first
1: Common Mystic's road trip before we even knew it was. Mm, and your mom was there. That's no,
0: extra special. I love that. That's my favorite favorite story of mom, and it feels so good just to laugh about it because I know that she's with us.
1: Such an emotional roller coaster that it really was. We were like, I needed like a vacation after getting home. I was like exhausted. So if there's one thing
0: that our listeners can get out of of this episode, I hope it's the the understanding that you really, really can. Conjure the spirit of your loved ones who've passed. You really, really can. You can do it on your own. And you do it when you talk about them with other people and tell their stories and just laugh and feel that joy and that love. It's still there. It's not lost. They're lost, not lost in body, but not in spirit.
1: I like to, I really believe, and I like to remind myself that when someone passes, they're no longer bound physically to this world and they ascend to the higher power of love and light and now that they're a part of that higher power they have their love is is a part of that too and it's expanded right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it can reach you in ways that are different than how you knew them in in life but it's more powerful and more substantial and it's just a continuation of the relationship and they're not bound by physicality so they can hit you in your dreams. They can, they can help you find a parking space. They, you can feel their hugs, even spirit, whenever oh, you need them.
0: I love that. And I hope that it resonates with so many of our listeners.
1: Thank you for letting us share our mom stories with you and our genie and grandma stories. Mm, and have a wonderful Christmas and holiday season and happy new year. Absolutely. But you know what, guys? no pressure. If you're having if you're having a sad day, have a sad day, but just try to find time to laugh or connect with someone and to tell stories or to reminisce because it makes me feel better. And I hope it makes you guys feel better too. All right. Tell the people they can find us. You know what, guys? Anywhere you're listening to your favorite pods, that's where we are. But please check us out specifically on Apple Podcasts so you can leave us a positive review. More people will get to find us that way. All right. Thank you, everyone, and good night. Merry Christmas, happy
0: holidays. Meow, 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 meow. meow, meow, Really, Joe.
1: Meow, meow, meow.